Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Uh, maybe. Maybe later. Yeah, it'll pass. Okay. Okay, welcome back to the Pyramid Guys, Gals, and Non-Binary Pals. My name's Amanda. I am your host every single mother-freaking week. Um, this is your weekly reminder disclaimer that my cat has a bell on and she's too cute for me to take it off. So if you hear her in the back, I'm sorry, but also, no, I'm not. Today, I am joined by legend, icon, superstar, the only person I know who's genuinely funnier than me, my friend Jake. Thank Woo! you, Amanda. I know it took a lot for you to say that, so I really appreciate it. <laughs> it did. It really took a lot out of me. <laughs> um, so, Jake, mm-hmm. first time podcast, first, or have you been on a podcast before? Uh, no, I've never been on a podcast before. Amazing. I know. People only want to hear me talk in person. <laughs> <laughs> um, first time being here. Yes. Um, in we this house. are <laughs> we are recording an episode. We're recording two and a half episodes today. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just we'll kind of go. Um, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But today we are talking about the first episode of the second season of Dance Moms called Everyone's Replaceable. Everyone's Replaceable. Wow, that was True. really difficult for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is an, an episode that you requested. Yeah. So before we talk about your experience with Dance Moms, what's your experience with like the arts as a concept? Well, I was born in a really like artistic family. I actually came from the womb with a libretto of Vivaldi's Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> instead of like a blanket the the like the what are they called the people that deliver babies oh the neo, like the neonatal nurses yeah they That's like to say. hand you a script or they hand you a libretto uh, yeah they handed me the like the opening lines for Beauty and the Beast so like hey give a narrator Hugo <laughs> <laughs> they handed me uh, Our Town by Thornton Wilder oh, God. <laughs> and they said get ready to cry yeah correct <laughs> for the rest of your life they're like prepare to get married and then also lose love of your life in one act yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, no, my mom was a music teacher for K-12. She did music, she did orchestra, she did band. Um, and even during the periods of my life where I was homeschooled, she made it a point to make sure to like have some kind of music training, whether that was music theory or piano or something like that. Um, I also, in middle school and high school, played flute and piccolo. Cute. Uh, I wasn't marching like you did, though. I was only concert because we were homeschooled, mm. and homeschoolers cannot be coordinated. That just no. doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I did that. I made Mid-State and All-State for both in Tennessee. Dang. And then I also was in choir for the last two years of high school uh, because up until then, I couldn't have done both, like the way that my schedule worked right. out. Um, but there at the end, I was a baritone and I did mid-state and all-state choir for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, in college where I met you yes, in chorus and uh, doing chorus and also doing theater because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was in your show. It was like the worst True. thing I've ever experienced in my life. <gasps> that I Received know so that's a lie. That is a lie. Tell uh, the listeners that's a lie. You loved being in my um, show. Listeners of the podcast, I did, in fact, enjoy being in Amanda's show. And I did not receive trauma from Amanda's show or at least any more than I received from home. I'm holding you at gunpoint to say that. <laughs> if you don't, I'm going to be peeved. I'm being paid for this. <laughs> a paid actor. I'm a paid actress, for sure. Sorry, I have to confirm that I am actually going to my hair appointment tomorrow. <laughs> sorry, hang okay, on. Okay, sorry. Not- Texting the capital letter Y. <laughs> Uh, Great. Okay, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> uh, um, no, it's okay. If you're done being high maintenance, I guess I'll continue. <laughs> so we met in college. The only you're the only college friend I have left over. Baby, I'm the sole survivor. It's true. Well, okay. I do want to back up. I 
I will like I follow some other people we went to school with on Instagram and yes. Twitter, mm-hmm. but you're the only friend I have from college that I like make time to see, make time to talk to. Yeah, you are in my home. Those kinds of that kind of friendship, yes. rather than just like passing on social media. You could have stopped at only friend as well. That friend, I mean, period. you know, it's just me, the only real one. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um. So your arts experience in college yes theater theater chorus chorus, and then nobody knows what making music is but you know i did that too did that too like that little you did that i did not do that uh, i i did i did that (laughs) if for listeners who who are familiar with harding or lipscomb or abilene christian or freed which is where we went gross Mm -hmm. yuck but there's like a, a an arts thingy that happens and it is very difficult to explain but it's like a festival competition bunch of shows things i would call it a seven and a half minute skit that is set to popular music of which we need to come up with an original plot mm-hmm. original set design original mm-hmm. costumes that mm-hmm. are sewn and made ourselves yep and then um we can build harmonies on top of those songs change keys whatever and write our own lyrics that are like with the plot right so it's some kind of like i'm not going to call it a piece of theater because i think that's an insult to the institution of theater <laughs> But I appreciate that. I would, yeah, you're so welcome. Um, I got tired of hearing the art students complain about it. I, I am sure. I was not an art student who ever complained because I think all art is valid art. But oh, yeah. there were other people at our school who vehemently disagreed with with that stance. You can say R. Cliff Thompson. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you we're gonna play shoes, it. if you're if you want to play shoes on feet, you let's can go say ahead and do you it. can say Gary McKnight, you our Gary McKnight. chorus director. You can just say it. Who Shout told out to us- the listener of the podcast, Gary McKnight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't even know how to watch a podcast. He doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> I'm sure, oh yeah, I'm sure he's like, is this something I can look up on YouTube? Girl, what in the? Are you good? Did no. you see what she did? I just heard that. She's no, behind me. I think she heard Gary McKnight and went running, which is the logical response. <laughs> so I need to go hide in a dark corner where he could not find me. Exactly. Um, no, I I would I would call it more of a homage sure. to what the arts can represent. A tribute. Yeah. A tribute, if you will. A tribute to the pop It's culture. a poorly done tribute, but it is a tribute indeed. <laughs> and it's a competition. So like yes. the social clubs, which is what private christian schools version of fraternity sorority is it's what you might imagine i would compare it to like fergie being hello dolly and hello dolly you know (laughs) like it like the heart and the spirit is there but not necessarily the execution the the product is not because it's like 50 when it comes down to it the club that i was in it's about 50 bible majors trying to dance lord and it was very you believe that we went to a school where a legitimate major was bible and not in like not religious studies with an emphasis in like Anglo Christianity. Oh no no no! A Bible major. They Your diploma says building. Bible. Bible. Period. Dang, that's insane! I cannot believe that. I can't believe we we really did that. We really did. Look that, how we DM. ate that, but also we were not Bible majors, so we did not eat. That. Um, I would not even touch that with the ten foot pole. No, but I did have to be in the same building with them Gross. with as an education major. Yep. Because it was education in the basement and yes. Bible in the sky. As the it should floor. be. <laughs> yeah, education of children, the Bible. Yeah. The education Lord. of the children is in the basement. You have to go around the back yes. to go into that area of the building. And then up at the tippy top, closer to the heavens, is the Bible department. Yeah, it's actually in the nuclear warshed. Yeah, yeah in like the bunker. Okay. Yeah, it's in the bunker. <laughs> Where you have decorating bulletin board contests and talking about standards. 
Don't talk to me about bulletin boards. <laughs> As a primary education major, the word bulletin board trauma uh, triggers Jake. It does trigger me. Absolutely. They expect me to do it. And I say, no. No. No, thank you. I'm not doing that. Thank you. <laughs> no, with the heart emoji. I, I make my kids do it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Make it include an early, a quote unquote, early finisher, which I hate hearing people use that term. It I call it project-based learning. <laughs> yeah. People talk about like as an education, as an educationer, as an educator, uh, you know, you need to have something for people to do when they're finished with their assignment. Yeah. They call those tasks early finishers. Mm -hmm. And I hate that. That skews me out. I yeah. do not like to say any of that kind of stuff around kids. I just don't want them to talk out. to me. Yeah. Also that. Also, yeah. I need to give you a coloring sheet so you will sit down and shut up. My kids love coloring sheets. Mine do too. And we don't teach the same age range. No, we don't. Coloring is a universal love. Yes. I and that. you know, if anyone's mm -hmm. like, I don't really want to color. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to keep an eye on you all the time because that's a red flag. Yeah, that covers my participation in the arts. <laughs> so what about your participation with the Dance Moms? This was an episode you picked out. And it happened did. that you were already going to be in town when this chronologically made sense in like our recording schedule. It's because Miss God is looking out for it's us. It's true, because God is a woman <laughs> and she's looking out for us. A period. <laughs> but, so what's your, um, what's your experience with the Dance Moms? So I think I should make it known to the listeners who may not know who I am that I am a youth. <laughs> um, I am significantly younger than Amanda. I, mean, I just you, turned 14 yesterday. You are, <laughs> you are not significantly younger than me, Miss. All right. She was a senior when I was a freshman. Yes. So I'm, thank you. I'm 23. Thank you. Um, and the viewers can decipher for themselves how old they want to think Amanda is. 45. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do a little calculations. Do the math. <laughs> yes. Uh, pause the episode. Go to your phones. Go to the calculator. Do some math. How old do you think Miss Girl is? How old do you think Miss Girl is? Vote now on your phones. Um, vote now in the comments. Um, so I actually didn't get so when dance moms came out i mm -hmm. was 13 uh -huh. and while you might think that might mean something it did not because sure. my family was so conservative that we didn't we didn't have that kind of media in our household right so right. um i actually didn't get into it until my junior year of college was when we all went to the big quarantine the first mm -hmm. one and i as you do, was bored, was going through Facebook Watch. Right. And Dance Moms clips came, yes. came Facebook, up. Facebook Watch was was like the precursor to TikTok, I feel like. Yes. Because it was the endless scroll mechanic of like yes. you never catch up with the feed. It just I, keeps recommending stuff. I refused to join TikTok until like the end of that school year because uh -huh. I, you know, because I thought it was better. You to be a else. contrarian, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, and now I've I've, I've seen the light. Don't worry. Because you don't want to be other like other girls. Uh, I've never been like any other girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I my first exposure was like just the little clips. And I was like, oh, I'm actually pretty invested in this because I'd heard of it before. I knew mm -hmm. of people who were really into it, but mm -hmm. I never like had the time or the interest to get into it until like sure. we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> so, right. And so you had no ch other choice but to get into it. I yeah. had no choice but to get into it, comma, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm obsessed. I love it. I love um, – I didn't make it all the way to when they changed people. Um, and so, like, the later seasons when uh, when Abby pieces out to, I don't know, fight Go cancer. Go to prison. And then can't – well, can't prison. And then also cancer. Yeah. And then came back in a wheelchair and, like, had all the other people and a boy. To, yeah. Notably. I yeah, didn't make uh -uh. it to that part. No, I didn't either. Did you make it to JoJo? Yes, I made it to JoJo. Okay, I That's haven't even made icon, it to her. JoJo I haven't made Siwa. it to JoJo. So I'm excited to – 
to see her. Janelle Josie Dupree Dubois Siwa is my <laughs> her fave. little baby with her little bow. I know with her little snatchback ponytail. Yeah, her, her little friction never... friction alopecia ponytail. Rest in peace to her hairline. We'll never return. <laughs> <laughs> pour one out for the hairline. Uh, pour one out for the hairline. If you're taking a shot, pour that out. <laughs> pour one out for the hairline. Um. Okay. Before we talk, okay, wait. Before we talk about anything else, okay. stop the presses, cut the cameras, because before we started recording this, I went and checked my iTunes reviews. Now, I this is not a pity party. This is just the facts. I don't have a ton of reviews, and I'm not. I haven't gotten any messages on Spotify or on Anchor yet, and I really want them because I like hearing from people who listen to this. But I was checking, and the first review I've ever gotten ever was on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to read it to you right now. So so I have three ratings, all five stars, thank you very much. Period. Period. And I have one written out review, also five stars. The subject line, the title of this review is Iconic Made Me Giggle and Hashtag Feeling Slay. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled this up and I looked at Jake and I said, did you leave me a review? And he was like, no. And I was like, I had asked you like five times, like, are you serious? You didn't write this? And he was like, I really didn't. <laughs> but the the review is, this was so funny and so good. I love Dance Moms. And to listen to this, to the podcast was so nice when I take my bubble baths at night. Keep killing the game, y'all. And I really thought that was you, Miss Girl. Hashtag feeling slayed. Feeling slayed. <laughs> you could put a rainbow emoji for the entire review, point blank period, and it would have had the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. I was laughing about it for an inordinate amount of time. Mm. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Mm. Pyramid. The pyramid. Pyramid. Are you ready to talk about the pyramid I'm of so life? Ready. Okay. What do you have for the bottom? What's bottom tier? In the words pyramid of things. Willem from Drag Race, they're all bottoms. <laughs> Did I say that? Look at these girls. They're all bottoms. They're all bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, particularly in the bottom. I can't believe that none of your um, guests have talked about this yet. And um, Go they're, ahead. They're name all, names. Read them out. Uh, period. You want me to put shoes on feet? No. Maybe I'm ready. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, especially Mr. Elijah. They will all be hearing from my lawyers. Mr. Who? Mr. Elijah? Mr. Elijah. Mr. Elijah. Mr. Elijah. Oh, oh, I'm going to have to believe out his last name. It's okay. <laughs> Not a man that dogs people here on the chat. <laughs> got out his last name. Whoops. Oh, my bad. Uh, okay. Um, the bottom of the period for me is the, uh, I know you know, the don't say gay bills that were just passed oh. in Florida. Oh, and as someone who frequently says gay, I have some problems <laughs> with this, evidently. <laughs> and a similar bill is Boy. starting to get passed in Missouri, where I'm teaching no, right now. pass. They're working on it. Don't pass, I mean. Don't pass <laughs> the bill. Yes, yes. Please say gay. Do you know, <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Walk down um, to Missouri and just say gay. Because, well, I'm really concerned that it is going to be passed because I might not have uh, Governor Bill Lee, everyone, uh, enemy of the podcast, oh, Bill Lee. Oh, God. Enemy of the podcast, Bill Lee. Um, I We might not have Bill Lee, but our attorney general is equally a menace in Missouri. I don't know his name. He doesn't need to know his name. I don't care about Sorry him. Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. I do not know him. I I almost don't want to know him because no. of the things I would do to this man. Yep, period. He, um, when we were starting to roll out mask mandates for Omicron, mm -hmm. he threatened to sue, and he did sue schools that put on a mask mandate for their own school or for their own school district. Why? He's, because people are stupid. But, like, on what basis? Like, suing for... Because, like, because... You can't just some... sue for inconvenience. Like, suing for what? 
uh yeah honestly suing for inconvenience would be really nice if that were true then i'd have a lawsuit every, every <laughs> yeah time. if i could do that i would have some words for my attorney absolutely uh you're a dirty neely my legal counsel <laughs> aka my sister <laughs> so he's what was what was the basis for the lawsuit i mean generally he was like it's in it's was it free speech girl you know it's free speech oh, it's always it's free speech with those republicans on, like, Oh, I have a really good story that pertains to mask wearing. <laughs> I'm I, ready, I girl. You. Okay, so I have an aunt, Aunt Janice. Shout out to Aunt Janice if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, uh, like on the radio, like somebody who like pulls out like the laundry list of like names. Like shout out to Kiki, shout out to Juana, yeah. shout out to my bestie Brian. Shout out. <laughs> no, shout out to Aunt Janice. Uh, aunt Janice <laughs> is unhinged. <laughs> So she Okay, wait, pause. Everybody who's listening right now, raise your hand if you have an aunt or an uncle who is unhinged. Okay, great. I know everybody's hands have been there. The court great. records show that we are both raising our hands in the chat right <laughs> True. now. So True. um Aunt Janice, when the mask mandate first started being rolled out in 2020, mm -hmm. she went buck wild <laughs> on Facebook. Taylor Kniff is shook. Taylor Kniff We was... gonna party buck wild. <laughs> shook. <laughs> Taylor Kniff has not only shook and woke up in a cold sweat, but he reached out immediately to his lawyers and said, what can we do about this? <laughs> what can be done? <laughs> what can be done? <laughs> Let me know if there's anything else you need me to do on my end. Uh, exactly. Imposing my brand, please help. Send, please. send email. Schedule send. <laughs> First thing in the morning. Um, no, oh. so she was very like scared about the mask mandate because of course she's a white woman i'd be she's scared all the time <laughs> yeah so she like made a post on facebook that said something to the degree of i can't condone wearing masks because <laughs> wearing a mask blocks the holy spirit from leaving my mouth <laughs> blocks the holy spirit it from leaving my mouth from spreading the gospel I want to know what the deal is with conservative christians and making the lord so sexual amanda we could be here all day it's just so wild to me that they're like don't have sex until you're married but also the holy spirit's in my mouth uh yeah daddy like, god dang girl yeah daddy me. god is up in the business <laughs> it's so weird to me anyway keep going uh i mean that's really all she wrote janice is wild also a fun fact uh my or her husband uh, my uncle got uh, leukemia, like stage four was diagnosed. How is that a fun fact? Uh, I'm getting to it. Okay. <laughs> um, so when he, they went ahead and gave him the first COVID shot, uh, because of course she's also anti-vax because that checks out. Because of course. Um, so they gave him the, when we went ahead and gave him the first shot, she had to be temporarily put in the psych ward because she had a <gasps> mental breakdown over it. Whoa. Not me spilling my family tea on this podcast well, if I'm public, but whatever. Well, you know. Well, Anna and Steve, if you're out there, come see about me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my parents. Um, <laughs> um, but also, additionally, Janice told my mom that um, she believes wholeheartedly, seriously, that get, the COVID vaccine gave him the cancer. Yikes. Yeah. Medical fact That's where. a lot of commitment to one opinion. I know, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, dang. If this were, really were a, it, if huh? this were a performance in some kind of movie, she would be winning the Oscar. She would be Jessica Jessica Chastain. Uh, the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, have you the seen eyes it? Of Janice. Have you seen it? The Eyes of Tammy Faye. <laughs> no, I haven't. But I heard so many good it things. Is stupid good. I watched the trailer for it's doing like the accent. It is so good. Dumb, stupid, 
ridiculous, dumb, stupid good. I loved it. I watched it with friend of the podcast, Audrey. We went to go see it at one of our Love Audrey. local independent movie theaters, and it was so good. And we cried a lot. And it was, and the Falwell families are in that. And Falwell family, if you hear about this, you can come see about me. Mr. Jerry Falwell Jr., I have some words and some hands for you, brother. Uh, period. You I got suck. You, right here. <laughs> you suck. Anyway. Uh- um, you know who else knows about Tammy Faye? Ginger Minge. <laughs> Speaking of Ginger Minge, we're going to drop a mini episode about this current season, season 14 of Drag Race. We're going to talk more about that at the end, but that is coming. Because I'm gay and Amanda wants to expect that for views. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you're okay with me telling the world that you're a homo. Is that okay? <laughs> I was going to make that very clear throughout the duration of this episode. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> I would like the court records to show that I have bleached blonde hair right now, if that just really paints the picture for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so bottom of the pyramid, don't say gay bills. Don't say gay. Don't say gay legislation in general. Yes. The bottom. Bottom. What about you? My bottom of the pyramid is printed hashtags. Because the point of a hashtag is to be able to click on it and see what other people are posting uh, on that, under that term, under Mm -hmm. that phrase. If you print out hashtag girl boss, unironically, (laughs) uh, unironically, I cannot go up to you and click on your shirt and see other posts about hashtag girl boss. I just need you to know that Ray Dunn is on the line right now. Yes, it's so, it's (laughs) Ray Dunn. I've got words for you too, girly. It's so stupid the reason why hashtags are a thing is that you can click on them if they're not digital then what's the point it's so it is so frustrating and infuriating to me i have a a friend at the place where i work who has a bunch of hashtags printed and posted all over her walls and i'm like girl that is not it's so it's so stupid that's not what that's for you're using Uh it wrong you look I, like a boomer. Uh, for sure. And you know what? I love it when, the, but okay, because I, I say this because a bunch of uh, of my coworkers are this girl. Um, sure. The ones that like are hashtag girl boss. And, and they have the, the, um, uh, the Memoji classroom. Yeah. Uh, a girl, uh, Jeannie Berger just entered the chat. <laughs> not me doxing this woman, but no, also nobody cares. Also, nobody cares about it's these people Missouri. that were doxing. So um, <laughs> um, no, but she, uh, the, it's these ladies that like have the girl boss mentality and yes. aren't actually like girl bosses, like in any way, like <laughs> girl, they'd be lazy. Right. They're like, I'm going right. to take a half day because I don't really feel like it. I'm like, you know, honestly, period. But okay, also, brand. <laughs> no, but also sometimes you have to power through it. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. in education. You got to get with the times, girly. One day, Come I on. one day we had NWEA testing and I had um, the worst migraine I've ever had in my you entire life. You had what testing? NWEA testing. It's like our uh, like, I thought precursor. You said, I thought the... you said NWA and I was like, there's no way that that is what that's called. Yeah, we're but testing okay. their lyric knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> we're testing their knowledge of the lyrics to the rap F the police. Yeah, the one. Seeing if they know where they're coming, coming from. Straight, straight from the eye. underground. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there was one day where I like was like I was going through it. I was mm-hmm. so sick. But I knew that if I had a sub, then it would be a bunch of trouble to like try sure. and get them to log on. That to good NBA. old teacher guilt. Teacher guilt. So I yep. literally I went to school sick as a dog. Mm-hmm. The kids knew it. I went in, I gave the test to the period that needed it, and then I went home. Good for you. I said, I have to go. Good for you. Yeah, I must be dismissed at I this said, time. FM kids, these kids can choke. I <laughs> it's th- um, these printed hashtags yeah. just drive me nuts. They can hashtag see me in court. It is, and I'm going to put that on a t shirt, period. Period. Hashtag see me in court. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Jake, what is your middle? Or do you have anything else for the bottom of the pyramid? Oh, no, girl, we're good. Okay, great. What do you have for the middle, girl? For the middle, um, you and I had a conversation about this um, a, last week, I want to say, about Kim Petras and Dr. Luke. A moment of silence. A moment of silence. <laughs> Rest and rip. Okay. Rest and rip. Because I was explaining to you. Well, okay. No, the, what, what happened was you sent me a TikTok. True. About uh, a creator on TikTok talking about mm-hmm. how Kim Petras is related to Dr. Luke and how when Kesha was going through her issues with Dr. Luke way, I mean, that feels like a long time ago. Like, what I want to say like five years ago. Yeah, because her Rainbow album came out when I was a senior junior senior in college it is long it's been longer it's than been that long, it's, it's been, been a way long longer time. than it that like a long time but ago. we need to back up because not everybody knows what that is so kim petrus is a singer yes icon okay. she is very popular in the gay uh, lgbtqia yes. community because she herself is trans right um and it's uh she like was one of the youngest people in germany to ever transition there's a documentary mm-hmm. on youtube about it mm-hmm. um of her being the youngest person in germany in history to mm-hmm. ever transition and she moved to america and became a pop star and the rest of history and then kesha obviously most most people will know who that is that she's a singer yes but the reason why kesha was so popular in the early 2000s and then kind of dropped off in the 2010s was because her producer dr luke was sexually assaulting and harassing her right. and so she sued him and that took a very long time and she wasn't out of his production clutches mm-hmm. for a long time and she lost she sued him and she lost yes and it was really sad it was really upsetting because it's just a, you know more evidence of people not believing women and all these things right. so now kim petrus it has come to light that kim petrus has been working with dr luke knowing what happened between dr luke and kesha and like not even like kind of dismissing it even too right because when kesha was going through her stuff she was like um i think it's important to see both sides i don't yeah. really know if that's you know the whole truth which is it's very such upsetting. a awful thing to say yeah and it makes it really difficult because i i've been following kim petra since like she started mm-hmm. and it's really difficult to support an artist like that who i want to support for who she stands like for what she stands for and just like in who her she being. is yeah yes, because being a trans artist is really difficult Absolutely. and she's starting uh with her banger my coconuts she's yes. starting <laughs> a song about her titties that is it's three true. minutes long it it's is true i cut it my is god. iconic. My god, I could literally just sit here and read off the lyrics and that would be prime content for this podcast. <laughs> it's incredible. It, yeah, no, it is incredible. But like for her to be successful and like as a trans woman, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it, there's a line like it's very conflicting to want to support her, yep. but then also want to decry like working with Dr. Luke and anything that he stands for. Oh my god. And I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> burping into the mic. I'm familiar. Fantastic. Um <laughs> anything that she stands for and i also you know uh, other artists too that work with dr luke that might have signed before kesha's thing like doja mm-hmm. cat has been in yep. light mm-hmm. but people have been dismissing her pretty uh pretty like quickly um, yeah and like wholeheartedly agree that like she's not involved with this because she signed with rock records before see that's the thing is that right. like when you sign with a label mm. that label can technically hire whoever they want so right. if you sign with with what was that out what was that record label rocks rock records is that what that's called i that was the so, first thing that came to my mind that might i not can't be right. or if, i can't remember who it is but like for example if you sign with columbia yes and then columbia hires r kelly mm-hmm. you can't do anything about that because you signed with the record label right so to a to some extent people like doja cat 
she didn't know that that was going to happen. Right. She signed with a record and then they brought in Dr. Luke. Right. So that's, she, she did not actively, she's not an active aggressor in that situation. Correct. Kim Petras is yes. because she, A, dismissed Kesha when it was really happening and B, is very like, avoidant of any sort of criticism of her working with Dr. Luke. And continues to do so. Yes, knowing what she knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, middle because you want to support the person, but you don't want to support the person. <laughs> I want to support the person that is yeah. promoting the movement that she's pro- that she's promoting as sure. um, LGBTQIA artists mm-hmm. like are on the rise, mm-hmm. but I hate that she I wish that she would like have the maturity and the courage to go back and recant her statement yeah. about Kesha. I feel like that isn't a well, in my perspective, it feels like not a super hard thing to do, but especially I, considering all the hard things that. she's already done. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. how is apologizing or how is switching to a different label more difficult than I'm sure the things that she's already faced in her life. Exactly. And that could be a totally not okay thing for like that could be the very opposite of what's really happening. Mm. You know what I mean? But yes. like to, uh, from an outsider's perspective, from a consumer's perspective, like mm-hmm. I don't really see how that would be as yeah. big of an issue as other things. No, I mean the Westboro Baptist Church literally pickets outside of her concert. So I, <laughs> uh, which I'm sure she loves. Did you? Oh, no, no, no. She did a photo shoot with the yes, Westboro Baptist amazing. Church in the background. Of the I pickets. love that. <laughs> she just went. Yeah. Just giving, <laughs> just it, posing, giving it her all. <laughs> smizing and posing in front of the bigots. Yeah, 100%. She's incredible. We love to see it. In that it. way. Speaking of bigots, my middle of the pyramid is Ted Cruz. Absolutely. Because um, in, you know, we have lots of international listeners. Um, In America, there is a system of of, um, courts. And the highest court, the court that makes the decisions nationally, the biggest cases, the most confusing, the most complex cases is the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court has nine justices. They're not called judges because it's a different system. And they're the high, you know, the highest court in the land is what people say a lot. Um, and there are nine spots so that it's not an even number. So there's no split verdict ever. They don't hear cases in front of a jury. They decide, like, which is another system in America. They decide opinions and they decide legislation and they decide verdicts. And in order to be, to get one of these seats on the Supreme Court, you have to be nominated by the current president and then you have to go in front of other politicians and they will ask you questions and interview you to see whether or not they want to vote for you to become a justice. That's, that's that system in a, in a nutshell. It's way more complicated than that. I'm aware, but that is a general overview and they don't, it doesn't happen very often because typically Supreme court justices stay in that spot until they pass away they don't because there's no retirement they usually stay there for forever um and so we recently had rest in power we recently had um a a justice ruth bader ginsburg pass away and she was a very iconic person and iconic figure um she made a lot of very powerful statements about feminism and about egalitarianism and equality and equity and all these really complex things. And so there's been this process of who's going to take that seat. I think, isn't K didn't KBJ take, isn't she taking her uh, spot? No, she's taking Stephen Breyer's. Oh, that's right. Did he die? No, he's just retiring. He, re- he did retire. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I was yes. thinking that, Oh, Amy Coney Barrett. there's no, um, if, for the president, you can only do it for so many years and then you stop. 
Yes. But for the Supreme Court, you can retire, but there's no limit to how long you can serve. Yes. That's the correction. There's no limit. You get to decide when you want to leave. Yes. And That's RBG right. replaced Amy, Co- oh, Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, replaced oh, Amy, yeah, which she ACB. sucks. For sure. She sucks. She Sex replaced the, the icon, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So he, he, she's taking, there's this new woman who is being tried to take another empty seat. Yes. And this last week and the week before, mm-hmm. it's been a long, and like currently, it's been like a really long process. The judge, Katanji, is that how you say Ketanji her name? Katanji Brown-Jackson. Katanji Brown-Jackson. Light of my life. She has been sitting and been pestered by these white gross men about her opinions because KBJ is a black woman. And a lot of what Ted Cruz See about me. He is a governor, senator. He's a senator, Senator. not a governor, Amanda. He's a senator. He's a representative of the great state of Texas that everybody loves. Mm -hmm. He's been going in and asking her stupid, awful questions about racism. Not that racism is something that you should question people about because you obviously should. But the goal of those questionings, the goals of the goal of those hearings is to ask questions that pertain to being a judge. Right. And Ted Cruz cannot get it through his thick skull what it means to be a judge. Because KBJ's response to everything has has been some flavor of, that has nothing to do with my job, so I fail to to recognize why I need to answer these questions. Mm -hmm. And there have been just lots, especially Ted Cruz, and he talks way longer than he's allowed to because there is a system. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are um, standard operating procedures of like, you get this many minutes, then it's this person's turn. You have to wait so many rounds. There are multiple days. Like there's a system for this. And Ted Cruz does not understand the system. He Mm -hmm. doesn't get it. Mm -mm. And he just keeps asking stupid questions, talking over her, Mm -hmm. refusing to even let her answer. Right. He's just punching down at this woman and he just looks like a moron. So it's in the middle. Yeah. Because Ted Cruz is a dumbass and I hate him. For sure. And KBJ is a rock star because she has never, you know, quote unquote, lost her temper, which even if she did, it would obviously be valid. Right. But she does this really baller thing that I love when women do because it is so the opposite of what the man is trying to get you to do, mm-hmm. which is what she's doing, which is staring at him, taking a second. And then refuting his question by saying that has nothing to do with my job as a just as a judge, and it won't have anything to do with my job as a justice. So I fail to understand the you know validity of me answering this question. Yeah, and she then she doesn't answer them. She's a, she's such a baller. She I love is. it. And she, I want her to adopt me. She's the best. Also, I should know because I don't think you have yet. Hmm. Uh, maybe I just don't Told remember because I did disassociate for a second there. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, she would also, for those of you who are international, would be the very first yes. black woman yes. on the Supreme Court if she's appointed, which yes. is a big, big deal. It's taken mm-hmm. way too long to do that. Yeah. We've also- had a bazillion men and like a handful of women. And we've yes. we've had one person of color one woman of color yes before and she but she's not there anymore no so now it's all white people right Mm -mm. who's the person of color that's sitting right now hold on no 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 no. (laughs) wait Wait, hold on i think we didn't get twisted there's sandra day o'connor correct but i can't remember if it's her or sonia sotomayor 
one of them was the, is sitting right now. One of them is the first one that like is the one. That's Sandra Day O'Connor was the first one. Sotomayor is she still there? Sotomayor is still there. Okay, so we do have a woman that is a woman of color. We have a woman, but period. we have never. Well, and we also have Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, oh she sucks. Um, but it would be the first black woman. Yes, and that's a huge deal. Big deal. And we have a senator from Kentucky named Cory Booker. We love him. Who's great. And he's a black man. Mm -hmm. And he used a lot of his time to A, ask legitimate questions and B, to kind of boost her up from like black experience to black experience of like, he said things to her like, I look at you and I see my mom. I look at you and I see the people in my life. Like you are representative of me. And he says, I think about what our ancestors would say if they saw you right now. And she starts crying. Like mm -hmm. it's the only Social. emotion she has shown outside of just like being poised and calm Yeah, is when Senator Booker talked about that kind of stuff and appealed to, to her that way. Yeah. And every time Ted Cruz opens his dumb mouth, <laughs> she is so unbothered. And that's what Period. it is, is like, it's subverting the system. Yes. Right? Because men, white men, want women, and specifically women of color, to be overly emotional so that they can say that their argument is more valid. Exactly. Because, well, look at how emotional you're being. And that they're, they're it's what that is, is gaslighting. But mm -hmm. on a larger level of like, well, I just wanted to know about racism, and I don't understand why she got so emotional about it. But what's really happening is that the more poised and calm she gets, the angrier Ted Cruz gets. Yes. So the call is coming from inside the house. You're Period. making yourself mad because this woman's not playing into your game the way you want her to. She's we, such a baller. I we, love it. The House Majority Leader also. Oh, um, God. Well, Mitch McConnell. No, 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 no. Um, then it's not the House Majority Leader. Maybe he's the, the, the chair of the committee. Oh, the oh, Judiciary oh. The Judiciary Committee. Because he's the Mitch McConnell's the minority now because Republicans suck. Period. Um, no, it's because uh, so but the he, speaker, yeah, yeah, the speaker. He said at one point uh, to uh, <laughs> Kitanji uh -huh. uh, when Ted Cruz was like speaking to her and like wouldn't let her answer. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, "He said, Judge Jackson, don't even bother responding because he's not yeah. going to respond." And she it, said, "Period." Yep. <laughs> she said, "Thank you." There was also a moment where one of the senators asserted something about her that was false. And then they went on a break. And then yeah. when they came back, the speaker was like, I just want everybody to know that we researched that claim. It is not true. And then he looked at her and was like, um, Judge Jackson, is there anything you would like to say? And she like presses a little button in front of her microphone and she goes, that is correct. Thank you. She said, I didn't do that. But <laughs> and thanks. that was it. That was it. It was so good. So middle because she's great, but middle because Ted Cruz is awful mm -hmm. and he will never top anything ever. Uh, exactly. <sighs> Hate him. Um, what's your, speaking of tops, what's your top of the pyramid, girly? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's just, that feels pointed. It's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> um, my top of the pyramid, um, I went back and forth on a couple of things because, um, I've been so busy that I haven't really had time to take time for myself. Sure. Recently. Relatable. Um, right. Um, but one thing that I've really been enjoying is, um, as, as you know, Amanda, I get bored very quickly. Yes, I do know this about you. Um, but I've been I have a switch like you do, mm -hmm. and I've been really enjoying the new like Pokemon game, Legends of Arceus. Oh yeah, it's like um open world and Ooh. like it feels like Legend of Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, and like Pokemon <gasps> had a baby. That is nice. It is super nice. You yeah, I I love it a lot. It's it's very calming, very relaxing to yeah. me. Yeah, I can just do it real fast before I go to bed, and then just be like, all right, what am I gonna do with these kids tomorrow? Yeah, you know. So it's 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 been good. I really enjoy that. 
that's all I really have to say about that. What's the f- Pokemon? What's the subtitle? Uh, Legends of Arceus. Legends of Arceus. I like that. Arceus is their god. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> He's the equivalent to God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back into Animal Crossing. Yeah. Because I got the the expansion when it came out pretty recently. And I just like, because that came, that expansion came out over the holidays, I think, or maybe a little after. Hmm. And I just haven't gotten around to playing it because I've been depressed and busy. So it's that just, you know right. what I mean? It just hasn't been at the top of my list of priorities, but I need to get back into it because I really like it. Yeah. I like the, like the peaceful, non-competitive, there's like objectives, but not final boss battle yeah. stress levels of yeah. anything like that. Except for like Tom that Nook, enemy of the podcast, Tom Nook. Enemy of the podcast who can't come see about me. I owe him like 2 million bells. <laughs> <laughs> he gets you about me though. <laughs> I'll send him my way. Um, my top of the pyramid is a play that I saw this last week called what the constitution means to me. <gasps> I love that. Have you seen it? Oh yes, I have. I, so, okay. So I went to see it and because I got my ticket as a part of the package for our performance house, mm-hmm. uh, like people who buy the package, like they don't, the ticket package we don't know where we're sitting for things like in like, we don't know seat numbers, right? Right. You just say, I want to sit in this general area, whatever. But this was a play. It was not in the main hall. And so it was in the secondary hall that is just a lot smaller. And so I didn't pick my seat at all. I had no say, which was fine. Like, I don't care, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have any say in where I wanted to sit. And when I got in there, I pulled my ticket up and the usher was like, you're on the front row. Did you know that? Period. And I was like, period. And she was like, I'm so jealous of you. That is so cool. So when I, I'm sure the pre-show music is the same because it's a tour. So I'm sure it was the same everywhere. Yeah. But when I walked in the set, I'm not going to describe it because it, I'm going to do a really bad job about, uh, do a bad job of it. But you know, you're seeing all these pictures of the American Legion men. Yeah. And in the back, as we're walking in, Boys by Charlie XCX was playing in the background. <laughs> Think about Boys. And and that song is also at the beginning of the movie Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. which is also an excellent piece of art. Excellent movie. And so it was it, it it was so good. And I cried so much that I thought to myself, in this performing arts center, the amount of crying I'm doing is embarrassing. I'm crying too much for the theater. Like, I was sobbing. I was weeping. There's a film version. Have you seen the film version on, on Amazon? Yes. Is it good? The pro shot? Yeah, yes. it's not bad. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to go watch it. Um, before you do, there is a trigger warning for all the all the, all the the reasons why being a woman sucks. There's there's body shaming. There's um, reproductive trauma. There's sexual trauma. There's eating trauma. There's parent problems. There's generational problems. Like everything that's bad about being a woman is in it. <laughs> so if you're going to watch it and you're a woman, be prepared to feel very seen. But it was so good. And I have not, I haven't felt that way about theater since before the pandemic. I feel Mm. like everything I've seen after the pandemic, through no fault of its own, has just been lacking in the sense of like, this is all fine. But I haven't like had an experience like that in a long time. I've seen a lot of theater. And that was just so effing good and i talked about it i came i went to my parents house i came home lol I live in my parents basement and i ran upstairs and i screamed at my parents about it and how good it was and they were just like 
Mm-hmm. That's just nice. nodding. And I was like, it's, I can't explain it. Anyway, it's so good. It's called What the Constitution Means to Me by Heidi Schreck. Yes. S-H-R-E-C-K. Did you know anything about it before going into it? No. Because I didn't either. I didn't. And I didn't. I wanted to keep it that way. I knew. Yes. I knew that there, there's a theater critic I follow on Twitter who really liked it. And she and I usually have similar tastes. Mm-hmm. It's Casey Mink. I don't know if you have followed her I stuff. I know the name. But she, she was like, everybody needs to see this play all the time, always. And so I was like, well, she likes it. I'll like it. And I did. Excuse me. And it was phenomenal. Yes. Mm. Okay. Are you ready to talk about this episode, girl? I cannot wait to talk about this I'm episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, okay, so like I said at the beginning, this is the first episode in the second season. So I know the the last episode of the first season was just last week. But to recap, we won nationals. Yay. Love that for us. Um, this week, the episode is titled Everyone's Replaceable. Period. Which is like, it is... It's synonymous with Abby Lee Miller. She's that is a, a quote that she is known very famously for. That's put on a shirt. Yes. That, it's like, you can't it's, press. It, <laughs> you can't press it. You shouldn't press it on a shirt. You can't press it in real life. Yeah. But everyone's replaceable is something she says. It's that and something else which she says in this episode too, which is save your tears for the pillow. She says both of those things a lot. And this is the first kind of like public appearance of that phrase everyone's replaceable yeah so we are back in pennsylvania Mm -hmm. we've been on this big long road trip we've been doing all these competitions on different or in different locations now we're back in pa and melissa right out the gate says she wants to start the year off with no bad vibes that is (laughs) that's not not (laughs) exactly what she says but she says something like i want to give everyone you know, an equal opportunity and I want everything to be positive and blah, 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 whatever. You can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes vigorously. Yeah. It, no bad vibes, basically. That is what we new call. New year, new me. That's basically. what we call in the biz dramatic irony because we know something that the, everybody else doesn't know. And that's that she's full of crap. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Um, and then we're in the, so we, we see we're back in PA. Then Melissa says this no, no bad vibes thing. And then we're in the studio. We're back to to old faithful studio. Yes. Um. And the kids are lined up in front of the mirrors. We've got the pyramid going on. Um. And Abby's like, "Where's Holly?" And Nia's like, "She had to work." And she's like, "Well, Nia, uh, Holly needs to quit her job." And she like goes on this tirade about how Holly doesn't love Nia enough to quit her job. And the moms are just standing there like, "What? Okay." And Nia obviously doesn't know what to say. And then. Abby's like, okay, moving on. It's very weird in this it is moment. Super weird. Um, and I did say, I'm not to be an Abby apologist. I'm gonna be a oh little God. Bit of Abby apologist. Please don't. It, if her point total is negative five million and four, I'm gonna give her one singular point sure. for the intention of wanting Nia to have support. Yeah. She was yeah. very vicious and I, I just want to I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that she was correct to say the things that she did the way sure. that she said them. Sure. However, I can see <laughs> very like way, way past her hardened heart and her the, her husk of a human personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. Her shell. <laughs> yes, her shell of her generational trauma. <laughs> We're gonna get to you, girly. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, like all past all of that, I could in her confessional the way that the producers painted it, I could kind of see her like. At least having a whisper of like concern. I yeah. 
a whisper yeah. of concern. And I can yeah. get behind that. But other than that, she gets no points. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, and then Abby's like, well, you know, we want people who are committed and we need people who are going to be here. You know who wasn't here? Kathy. And you know what happened to Kathy and Vivian? Axed. <laughs> and I, I have on my notes, uh, dead? <laughs> like, uh, In the river. Do you, yeah. Do you have something that you want to tell the group? Did you kill them? Like, the way she yes. says, like, you know what they happened? And what happened to them? They're not here. Period. Because I killed them. Because <laughs> Kathy has her own studio. And I guess now she's like, maybe I should just, I don't know be committed to what i have maybe i should just i don't know do one thing instead of two yeah yeah exactly uh you cannot be the jack of all trades because no you, will be a master you are of that. not that girl i can promise you, you are that. not that girl i promise you that <laughs> no period. um and so to replace vivi which is so strange that this is the reason they're saying this because vivi was only there for like three weeks but whatever oh, yeah. there's an open casting call mm -hmm. for the aldc that they want a new dancer to join the already pre-existing chloe maddie nia brooke page and chloe group yes i think i said all their names um to they want someone to join that group that already exists um and kelly says that she's nervous she's like i don't know like a new mom a new kid like you know that dynamic can be weird so i'm just worried that they're gonna be i'm she's she and christy both say that they're worried about uh there them being another kathy they're yeah. like we don't want them to be like kathy again um <laughs> And I also have it in my notes that I see that the production quality is better in these interviews. Yes. The lighting is not as harsh. Yes. We, the camera's a little bit higher quality. We've backed away from the camera. We've backed away from the set behind or the green screen or whatever behind us. Mm -hmm. There's some depth of field here. It's very nice. It looks a lot better than it used to. In my notes, Christy has a really good line here in her confession. What did she say? What did she say? Because uh, right after Abby says everyone's replaceable, she says everyone's replaceable. So are you, Abby. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Truth. Um, also, Truth. I really enjoyed um, every. all the girls are fully wearing glitter liner on a Tuesday morning. It's true. And honestly, relatable. You cannot <laughs> tell a young girl in 2010 to do anything she would they, they don't care they all fully individually and collectively believe that they were the moment yes and, and they probably there. were i mean they, we're still talking yeah. about them so i guess they are the moment uh yeah this they said we have a whole season we have money now <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so now we get to the pyramid so on the bottom we have mckenzie brook and page yeah, duh whatever um and Abby like digs at Mackenzie. She's like, no more sitting on the couch and eating chips, which is a callback to Mackenzie's line that sometimes she doesn't want to dance. She wants to stay home and eat chips. And I, it, it was just frustrating because like Abby, Abby's mad that that line is so iconic. And she's mad that there's a child who like doesn't want to be here as bad. Yeah. She's like, don't do that. Don't say that. Ma, ma, ma. And then Brooke and Paige are on the bottom because they're Brooke and Paige, I guess. She doesn't really give a reason for them. They woke up this morning. That's why they're on the bottom. Yeah, exactly. She does say that Brooke took a break, but the break was like a week. It was 30 seconds. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and Paige is also using her PTO, her vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Nia and Chloe are in the middle. And Nia, you know, talking about Holly not being there, Nia, or Abby says to Nia, your mother could care less about your title. She's not even here, which is so frustratingly harmful that, like, just because your mom's not physically present doesn't mean she doesn't care about you. Like, right. that is stupid stupid and nia's unbothered she's like my mom has to work it is what it is she had i wrote down her quote word for word i'm the, i'm the one that needs to be here all the time not my mother yes which is very mature exactly and like obviously it's a very mature opinion because 
her mom is Holly. <laughs> so period. Holly definitely taught her that ideal. Holly said social emotional growth. I know her. Yeah, SEL. Let's go. I wrote Let's the book. go. <laughs> um, and then Chloe. She says, uh, Abby just says Chloe's in the middle. She's was in the music video, but she doesn't want to anything, blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't think people really recognize Chloe like that from no. the music video, because as we discussed last week, that music video was all fake. So A skinny blonde woman? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, she's like, I, you know, I think the fame is going to Chloe's head a little bit. Like, girl. She cannot be touched. The fame <laughs> from the TV show? Sure. Maybe. But not the music video by Lux. I don't think it was mainstream super hard no, by then. No. No. No, girl. No. Mm-mm. Um, and then Maddie's at the top because she won a national title last season. Uh, yes. So duh. Whatever. Um, this week, Maddie, Chloe, and Nia are all getting solos. Mm-hmm. And the group is attending a competition called Dance Troops in North Carolina mm-hmm. with a new routine called Sassy Dolls, which I hate. I also hate. Um, not as much as I hate the music for Sassy Dolls, though. Same. Uh, because for a second there, I thought that Sassy Dolls was all that the words were going to be for that song. <laughs> okay, so now we're five days out and we're hearing this music that just keeps saying, I'm a sexy girl a million times. I think they mean to say, I'm a sassy girl, but it sounds like sexy So girl. that's what I thought. Because at the, the spoiler alert, at the end, uh, like when we're seeing them dance, the audio in the dance at the competition... <laughs> excuse me, says sassy. So I wonder if they found the audio with the word sexy and were like, well, we want to do this. And they just changed the, the word. We're I don't know. Gaslit by Dance Bombs is what it we're It was saying. weird. But did you hear it two different ways? I heard sassy the whole time. You did? Sorry to be the center. but No, I, I maybe I heard it wrong. Maybe I am projecting like <laughs> what I think the dance moms will always dance to because they've been so inappropriate with their kids That's this whole time. a very valid and fair take. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. But I heard sassy in the competition, but I thought in rehearsal I heard sexy. Um, at which the, I hate In the competition, there, it turned out there were more lyrics, but at my notes, I was like, is this the only thing they're going to say <laughs> in the song? You just keep repeating sassy girl, period. that refrain. Yeah. <laughs> um. It. The moms are back upstairs in the observation room. They have repainted it. Thank God, because that pink was a hate crime. It was heinous. So I'm glad they got rid of that. Yes. Um, and at, so they're looking at the rehearsal. They're talking, you know, about the pyramid that, the, that they just went through and whatever. And Abby is asking the, the dancers a question like, is the hand on the hip supposed to be open? Is it a fist? What what do you do with your hand? And none of the girls know. And she's like, "What bothers me is that you don't have the insight to ask." Like they're all, they're all of them are younger than thirteen. Correct. So they obviously don't have the insight. They're waiting for an adult to tell them what to do mm-hmm. because that's the developmental stage that they're in. That is the way, Miss Girl. Yeah. And then back up in the room. So it kind of goes back and forth. Back up in the room. Christy says, let's just say a prayer that they're not like Kathy. And then we hear what I can only describe as Pink Panther-esque music <laughs> as we cut to the candy apples and we see Kathy again. Yeah. Do what are your thoughts about Kathy? As a legend have? icon superstar yourself. How long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> um, as a as a viewer, mm-hmm. I we we hate Kathy, of course. Right. But but, as, but as a homosexual man, 
and like having viewed her TikTok and ha- knowing oh, her like as a person. Her TikTok is insane. I live for her. It's she is insane. I have a shrine for Kathy in my closet at home. <laughs> she I'm are, obsessed with her. Her cliphead confessions crack me up. I think they are so I feel funny. like she has one of them in the drafts where she just says the N-word. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she is uh, you want to talk about unhinged ants? Could they confessions and it's just that weird and that's it. She, I'm sure she would. I'm yeah, sure she would. It's very much, it's very Kathy. Uh, yes. She also, again, she's done this before, but she tries to say the name of Abby Lee's company and she says the, she says the name wrong every time. So she, today this was like the Abby Lee Miller Center for the Performing Dances. Like she says it so wrong i think she says the abby lee center for dance she knows what she did it's like girl you know it's the abby lee dance company you ran the checks to there a few times oh so what are you talking the the abby lee miller center for the performing arts with an emphasis in dance she drives me crazy what were you gonna say um sorry no no it's okay uh, two, you already covered this two weeks ago. Um, you remember the confessional where Vivi uh, gets like cut by the her mom's <laughs> yes. ring? I hope we can still dance. Okay. I don't know if you knew this and mm-hmm. because I don't think it was talked about when I listened to it, but there was a... Um, like an a, like a director's cut where like you know so you know like in high school musical like the additional channels or the movies there was always like one where like they had like director's like notes. Yes. Like, pop up, like, yeah, yeah, bubbles. yeah. <laughs> they uh, oh no 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 sorry 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. back it up okay. rewind backing up this rewinding. is talking about vivi's uh, this is uh kathy talking about vivianne saying if she does anything other than dance i'm probably gonna, I'm gonna her wrist un- oh that's right there okay i cannot believe she said there is that a speech i have a tiktok that i saw that i i saw and i was like oh my god um, there's a speech bubble that comes up right after that, like for like the intro video uh-huh. that says, "Upon hearing this, Abby went and bought the Vienna Catcher's mitt." Like, oh, awful! <laughs> <laughs> Dang, and like w- that, it's comfortable. It's fine to laugh at that for us because Kathy is not in any situation where she is legitimately considering harm. No, she's no, no, saying no, no, no. that to be a moron and to try to be funny. She's trying to she's trying to drive up views. Mama. Exactly. That, that is <laughs> Abby Lee Miller went and bought Vivi a baseball glove. That is hilarious. Also, what a sav Abby is. Jeez. I know. Like, but, uh, as much as we hate Abby as how inconsiderate she is of children and their feelings. That's and their funny. Age group, yeah. That is so funny. Sometimes she's, she's funny. Smart. Yeah. That's she's the so thing. She's so clever. That's the thing. Yeah. That's always the kicker with her. Yeah. Um. So then we see we're talking about Kathy and, you know, how great it is to be back in Ohio. Blah, blah, blah. Um, now with the, with the candy apples, we only see them this, in this scene. Yes. They don't come back the rest of this episode. So we yeah. just see them once. Um, and apparently there's a pyramid now and the top of the pyramid is the person who gets a solo, but everyone who's not that one person is all in a straight line. Mama, that's not so a it's like, girl, it's like five, five little pictures. It's a balance beam. And then one above them in the center. And she's like, we have a pyramid. What? what no you don't you have anyway so and i so we get to erica erica has a solo what's the point of this pyramid we don't see them at the competition Nothing. we don't see them the rest of this episode what was the reason 
I don't understand. I would like um, whatever grant that Kathy filled out to get that smart board to be sent my way. <laughs> the Promethean board. Yeah, that yeah. she wheels in. Yeah. Yeah, it is huge. It's all digital. She's like holding a tablet. Oh, like material girl over that here. Is, that's great. <laughs> it is. And, you know, Abby's got the mirror and the copy paper. So it's like, uh, oh, yeah, we're better exactly. than them. Yeah. yeah. Kathy is saying in no uncertain terms, Abby can joke. Yeah. <laughs> I have a yeah. Um, so then we leave them. We never see them again this episode. Goodbye, Ohio. I see ya. We're back in Pennsylvania. And then Holly comes to rehearsal. And this is not right. Did Melissa go to the competition? Last this week? This week. Yes, she did. Okay, I must have, I have written down that Melissa can't go, but I must have been mishearing the audio of the episode. Holly can't go. Correct. Okay, I have that backwards in my notes. Mm -hmm. Holly cannot go. And she tells the moms. And then Holly goes to check in with Abby to be the adult to say, like, I'm letting you know on the front end, I'm not going to be there this weekend. Oh, hold on, back it up. What? In her confessional, when Holly first comes in, Uh she tells her that Christy filled her in on the tea. (gasps) Yes! I have an issue, because Christy did not tell her the entire truth. What? What did she leave out? Christy told Holly that Abby told Nia specifically that she, Nia, is replaceable. That is not true. She told everybody that they're replaceable. I think that Christy's cooking the pot. I smell a stunt. Oh, I smell a stunt. Christy's always... Christy's about the tea. Yes, she's always doing that kind of stuff. Off the show, present day, I love Christy. I'm a Christy stan. But in the show, this mama, she is (laughs) the executive producer of Dance Moms. She is. She's the director, the boom mic operator. She is the lighting director she's doing it all she is the ep yes um so holly goes to check in to be the adult here and abby loses her mind now before we keep going with this episode Uh i think abby has some serious parental trauma absolutely and it is so evident to everyone except her well isn't that the way and because a couple episodes she meant ago she mentioned I can't remember what episode it was, but she mentions like, well, my mom, oh, it's the episode where they go to see her mom and they yes. like go and play the play pool or play pool. They're, they are in the pool playing the game with the watermelon. Yeah. It's that episode where she says, well, my mom was really nice to everyone except me. Yeah. I'm like, oh girl, keep going. Go, go sit in a room with the therapist and then keep going on that thought. Yeah. And she just says things to people sometimes that make me think that she just has a lot of really intense, unresolved parent problems, you know? She has so much baggage that Southwest has, like, a war in her name. They're like, bags fly free, but not for you, girl. Uh, no, girl, please. Season and desist. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, in this conversation with Holly, Abby is like, well, my parents were there for me, and I, they were doing all these things, and when they couldn't be there, the other one took over, and she says, my dad even took me to the mother-daughter talk about getting my period. Oh, we want to talk about periods. And the <laughs> Christy <laughs> and Kelly are doing what you and I would do, which is like gripping onto the seat and trying so hard not to laugh, and like they're like, but they're talking about her period, and Kelly goes, what does it have to do with anything? <laughs> they're like, listen, they're hearing this argument from the observation room because they're down at the front desk, Holly and Abby are, and they're cracking up, losing their minds at this. And Holly is just like, okay, whatever. And 
Holly, or no, sorry, Abby tells Holly that Nia's not that swift. Tells that she's stupid. And Holly, it, this is the closest we ever see her to just swing in a fist right at her face. She says, oh, Abby, please. Yeah. Like, dang, dang. I'd rather her just punch me in the face. But this entire franchise, and especially right here, is so wild to me mm. that like Abby feels so threatened that she can't do women supporting women. Yes. Because if anybody should understand about being a girl boss and being a breadwinner in her family and working all should the time. Should be an entrepreneur. It should be Abby. Exactly. And she t and Abby says to Holly, "Well, you think you're better than everyone because you have a doctorate." And Holly and, said, "I am, girl." And Holly said, <laughs> "It's not my fault you're intimidated by me." And it's true. And Abby is intimidated by Holly. That's why like, no, she's I'm not. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, I would never be intimidated by wait a minute. You're the one who brought up the fact that you think that she thinks she's better than everybody else because she has a doctorate. You brought that idea up, which means you probably think it. A hurt dog barks the loudest, girl. Period. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Dude, and so Holly's like, well, it's not my fault that you're intimidated by me. And I said, that's true. And then we have a commercial. Yeah. Um, we come back from a commercial. Holly is taking Nia to get milkshakes. Yeah. It's very sweet. Know, and fit Queen Holly is like, I'll have a smoothie, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle Obama arms Holly, whose arms really do look like Michelle Obama's. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, I'll take um a juice, a green juice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Nia gets like the most like sugared up milkshake in the world. And, and she's I love sitting that for there. Her. It's so cute. She's sitting there. With her mom and Holly is like, I'm not going to be there this weekend. You know, I just want to let you know that I'm not going to be there, but it's not because I don't love you. And Dr. Holly mentions that Abby does not think that love is enough. And that is the T. Period. It's true. Yeah. Abby does not think that a mother loving their child is enough, mm -hmm. but that the mother has to be at everything. The mother has to argue. The mother has to get down on Abby's level. Love is not enough. And that is so, that's the truest thing anyone has ever said about Abby at this moment in time. Absolutely. She does not believe that love is enough. Yeah. Well, I think doctors know that. So, Dr. Holly, <laughs> dang, unbothered. And always correct. <laughs> that is her gig. From an educator perspective, mm -hmm. which I mean, we're both here. Hello. True. Um, I love especially that Holly is guiding Nia through why she's doing yes. what she's doing. Yes. And with her reasoning and her plan of action instead of just like doing it. She's like, I'm doing it because I'm the adult and I said so. I'm not going to be here by. That. Yeah. And that's why Nia, I think, is, I mean, because Mahali is just such a great parent. Mm -hmm. Nia understands why she's doing what she's doing because she feels like she's clued in. Yes. She feels like she has a seat at the table. And that's yeah, really important for it that is. Kind of age. Yeah, as I was about to say, especially for kids that age. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see more of that coming up as yes. well. Okay, now we're back to this audition. <laughs> I <laughs> and have in my notes, some of these kids look heinous. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a boy with what like a bedraggled emo, crew, yeah, emo skater boy hair. <laughs> and I said, the, "Sir, tonight will you? be the night that no, I will fall for you." <laughs> yeah, it's that. It is. There was. Great. Did you see the girl that had fishnet? From the wrist oh, up to yes, like the mid bicep. Too, work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it is it is a 
It's she said, just, I have this edition at 2.30, but I'm going to the club at 6. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most, like, it's the widest net possible that, that has been cast. You know what I mean? It's just yes. everybody from every corner of Mama, the earth. She said, I don't want no minnows. I'm looking for the big fish. Period. And the big fish is Abby Lee Miller. <laughs> yes. Um, and then in these different shots of these different kids, we see the kid. And we see her for the first, the kid who wins. The, and we see her for the first time ever mm-hmm. and i gasped i audibly was like oh, there she is very <laughs> exciting um she's gonna win um okay but before we get to her winning before we get to her being the last one out of the like 400 kids that are there All it right. seems like um we see leslie and peyton yes peyton is the daughter leslie is the mom yeah and leslie tells us that peyton has been at the studio for six years mm-hmm. and so because of that she doesn't understand why she's even auditioning. At the, she's like, well, I don't understand why we're doing this whole process. Peyton's been here for six years. What's the point? Me auditioning for your boy. <laughs> I said, why am I here? <laughs> it's a formality. You, she's going to give you a role anyway. <laughs> um, uh, Abby is auditioning all these girls, go, you know, going, breaking down like, you can go, you can go, thank you, I'm going to let you go, you yes. stay, all of that kind of stuff. Doing what has to be done. Yes. And the moms are upstairs watching. A ton of moms are up in that room watching. Every mom in America is watching. <laughs> Every mom in America and also me. Um, are, we're all watching. And the moms are talking about how nervous they are. You know, it's just more of that same, like, well, if there's a new person, the dynamic's going to be different, whatever, whatever. Alexa, that kind of play, stuff. I hope I get it, but from the chorus line. Oh, shoot, I forgot. She's going to play it. Oh, dang. <laughs> she said, you ever been iced out by your in home Alexa? <laughs> She said, oh, did you speak by name? Did you say something about me? <laughs> she lit up and then immediately ignored you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I hope I get it from a chorus, from a chorus line. line. However, yes. they're not even the ones that are auditioning. It is their kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're like, chill about it. And then Abby mentions in her talking head the age difference between Peyton yeah. and all the other girls. Peyton is like, did she say how old she was? Did she say 14? Something, 14 or 15, but she's a lot older. She's... Like, Brooke is young enough to be in middle school. Yes. Peyton is old enough to be in high school. Yes. There is a considerable she's a, difference. She's significantly taller than Yes. Her. I mean, oh my goodness. Like, if you put her next to Mackenzie, that oh my is God. Wild. Yeah. A, a 14 year old compared to a six year old. Yeah. Come on, girl. Like, the math, not math. It is not mathing. It is simply not adding up. <laughs> it is not mathing. Um, and so Abby says, like, I really like Peyton. I think she's great, but she's not the right age group for this she's not the right age for this group and she says that out the gate which i can appreciate yes she immediately is like that's probably not gonna work out um and then abby has them stand in a line and then she's like all right turn to the left turn back to like having them rotate so she can just look at their bodies question mark it's very weird identification again yeah it's <laughs> so strange um also i would like to note before we move past this christy hmm. has a talking head that i love of talking about she's like I just got rid of Kathy. Melissa, I already have to look over my shoulder for. I'm not looking for a second. Yes. She said, I only have two shoulders I can look over. She said, if I'm, she said, I can't look in two directions at once. I can only look over my shoulder for Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So Abby cuts Peyton. She says, you're not right for this specific team. And she took it very well. And Peyton's like, thank you. And then she leaves. She said, this is audition. Got it. True. And then yeah. she cuts two more girls. And then we see the girl who wins, Kendall. Kendall. 
the queen. I love Kendall. <laughs> she is so sweet she's and cute so as a cute. Button. However, cute as a button is the best way to describe she's her. Cute as a button. However, however that mom. Uh, however, that feather in her hair tie, I would have burned it. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all making fashion choices in the early twenties or twenties, twenty tens. I'm struggling today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever about Jill, but that ostrich feather gotta go. Gotta go. Um, Kendall says, "I'm eight, and I believe in myself." <laughs> I said, same. <laughs> like, girl, period. <laughs> um, and then Abby tells her that she'll be on probation for the first few weeks. Want to make sure this is the right fit, blah, 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 whatever. Putting an eight, eight-year-old on probation. Great. Yeah, she said, what is that? Yeah, she said, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and then Leslie storms back in and she says, Abby, I need you to explain a couple things to me. <laughs> Very uh, entitled. <laughs> um, but I will say this. She ran into Joe on her way to Abby. And she did have a yes. very nice moment with Joe where she yes. said, hey, congratulations. Yes. Way to go. And then she got lit with Abby. And then she's like, Abby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abby tells her Peyton's just too tall and looks too old, which is a great reason. She's Extremely not insulting fair. your child's ability. She's saying she doesn't look the part, which is true. She told Peyton that she loves her. Yes. She said, oh. She's like, I love you. You're a great dancer. But for this group, I'm sorry, you're not you're it. You're not it. Yeah. And then- Leslie is like, well, what does it take? And she says, cut her in half. She's huge compared ah, to this other girl. She's too tall. So, it, so it's, Leslie's talking out of both sides of her mouth because she says, what does it take? But then when Abby gives her the answer, she says, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Which is it, girly? You, like, you what do you want? Side, yeah, it's um, so annoying. Abby had a really good line. Leslie was like, I... I've been at this. I've been paying you to teach my daughter dance for like six years. And, uh-huh. and Abby goes, "Yeah, you're a very good customer." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "I don't mind you running me the check, but that doesn't make a difference." <laughs> yeah, she said the extra might be nice, but like yeah. it's not a deal breaker. I'm rolling. Yeah. Like, what would you like? Oh boy. Um, she said, "This is not Subway. You cannot have. Cannot it have way. it your way." Um, Wait, that's you're thinking of Burger King, girl. Subways eat fresh, girl. You can have your way at Subway too. <laughs> Jail. I don't know. Jail. I was like, this was a shit one of those. Um, also, I feel like Leslie was pushed a little bit by production. Oh, I agree. I'm like, sure. They're just hyping her up. Like, it's just like, the oh, you know, if you go, 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 go. Yeah. Punch yeah. her in the face. I'll give you an extra 20 if you can go out there and pick a fight with Abby really quick. Honestly, on top of your already paid $10. If you can make Abby point at you, 25 <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay, so now we see we're two days until the competition. We're seeing solo rehearsal. Yeah. I have in my notes. There are no days off for racists uh, because Abby is back on her BS and is giving Nia a solo that is quote inspired by Once on This Island, which is a musical about race. A lovely musical. It's about it- race and class, I should say. Yes. And it's it. She says she looks very tropical. Which is like, you might as well just say she looks exotic. Or just yeah. call her a slur. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, dang, just say it. Just say it. Like, you're not doing what you think you're doing. You're being secretly shady. Shut up. Piss or get off the pot. It's, it's like so those, annoying. Those TikToks like, where people are like trying to catch them in the same racial slur. It's yes. like, who's in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> I think about that TikTok all the time. It's like, have you heard that sign? They're like, tell us uh, Kanye and Jay-Z. Who was in Paris? And the white guys are like, people. <laughs> Pointing the, yeah, holding no, the microphone. No, that's not who the was it? It's it? not people. And they're like, I'm not going to say it. You're not going to get me to say it. 
Um, I before that, Maddie is seen rehearsing, and I put in my notes. Can I even spell jubilation? No, because that's the title she of her cannot song. jubilation. Also, uh, I don't think I can spell jubilation. Her, when she's on the floor, when she's doing floor work, Maddie uh-huh. is. Uh, Abby goes star diva, and I said she's been spending a lot of time with Shandula. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know diva? Do you know? Yeah. How Abby and Shandula know each other? I think it's production. Okay, I that's think, the only answer that makes sense. I think Shangela, who uh, the artist formerly known as Laquifa. Oh, God. Which, of course, that's her middle name. So she does go by Shangela Laquifa Wadley. So it's still part of her. So I guess it makes sense that the song is worth working. Oh, whoops. Um, however, I think that some somebody in that production company did something for Shangela. Yeah. And called her in as a favor. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she and Evie met doing something. I don't know. It just seems like two very different people. Yes. You know what I mean? Anyway, back to the matter at hand, Nia doing a once less I want dance. She tells uh, Nia, I want to hear your mom saying anything about this being an ethnic dance. Yes. But I'm like, girl, it isn't ethnic dance because it's from an ethnic show. Well, ethnic is not a a real adjective to describe anything. To say anything is ethnic is to say it's not white. Just say it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. A, it's frustrating for what it is. B, it's frustrating because Abby has no self-awareness. We're repeating for the her, same notes. For her to say out loud, I'm going to give you, I'm going to put you in a box that is a not white box and you're going to do everything that's not white. I don't care what anything you are or anything you have or whatever your ethnic background is none of that i don't care i'm gonna make you do everything that's not white and then the other white girls are gonna get all the pretty nice things that will win them competitions you're gonna get everything else but i don't want to hear what your mom who's a woman of color has to say about it i'm gonna do what i want to do about things that have to do with race do you hear it abby do you hear it when you say it out loud you know she don't so annoying. So Maddie can have the song called Jubilation and Nia can have a song called I Hate the Police. Yeah, it's, it's just like, <laughs> come on, give her something pretty. Give her something like classic or lyrical. Right. Not just like always making her the token kid of color. Because getting to this, if <gasps> you, if you keep giving her dances like dances like this yeah when you go into the group number she will not be as well versed as the other girls no, who are doing lyrical solos. yes as, if nothing else abby you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not doing an quote-unquote ethnic group dance no you never would you wouldn't be caught well, dead doing so well kind of well and also later on we find out that kendall gets a solo that's inspired by rosa parks but we will get there when we get there later we will on. get there when we get, we'll there. get there, when we get there i cannot wait on. to scream <laughs> anyway well yeah. Um, the only mom that really seems to like Jill when Jill meets other moms is Melissa. Shocker. She's like, I think she's nice. Because you're cut from the same cloth. Bestie. Yeah, girl, you guys are the same. <laughs> Y'all are stirring the pot. Well, and so it's like Melissa and Jill together as homies, and then Kelly and Christy together, and then Dr. Holly, who's unbothered. above everybody else who's unbothered. Yeah. Well, it's because she's a PhD. That's why she's above everybody else. Yes. <laughs> um, Melissa says that there are people who quit their old studio because of Jill. So she's kind of like, I think she's nice, but I don't really know a whole lot about her. She's the only one who at least seems to be giving her a chance. And Christine comes in with the girl, just like, you thought Kathy was nice too. (laughs) (laughs) So what kind of, what does that say about your judge of character? (laughs) But then Kelly is like, well, I don't really know. And then she stops and Jill walks Jill in. Jill is beating that And corner. I was like, dang, the feeling of walking into a room where everyone was just talking about you. 
I hate that song. Um, Melissa, also, I read my notes, Melissa trying not to judge somebody, a new leaf for her. Yeah, also true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Incredible. And then <laughs> Christy says that she likes Jill's voice because it's very nine, uh, 900 number. <laughs> Christy is stirring the pot immediately. She is a little gate. whispery, but Jill will drop that eventually. I think she was trying to put, put one on, but uh, it's yes. like, girl, we know. But don't worry, she'll be loud and obnoxious very soon. Truth. <laughs> Jill feels tension with Christy. She's like, I don't know why she doesn't like me. Um, and then the moms are comparing stats <laughs> of like, well, we've beat your old studio. No, you haven't. Yes, we have. They said you want to talk about track record. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then Kelly in the back goes, well, my kids weren't even there. So <laughs> she said facts are facts. And here's here's the front line. Yeah. And then as the as they're comparing these statistics, these dance statistics, Kendall walks in and Jill calls her peanut, which is so, so cute. She's like, sweet. hi, peanut. Um, She's so small and so cute. I would like to say before Kendall comes in, we are, they're all wrapping it up and they're like saying very mom things. Like, I think we've all come a long way. Mm-hmm. And we've all come a long way. Yeah, we've come a long way. It reminds me of, uh, have you ever seen Victoria Justice doing an interview for Victorious? And um, like they, uh, uh, the interviewer asked somebody a question. I think it was um, the actress who plays Jade. Um uh, Elizabeth Gillies. Elizabeth Gillies, thank you. Um, was asking her a question about like the singers, like on the show, like Ariana Grande and like uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Gillies. Elizabeth Gillies, please. <laughs> yeah. um, and Tori, like they were like comparing stats there too. Uh-huh. And Victoria Justice goes, I think we all sing. Yeah. Not you, girl, but everybody else does. <laughs> it reminds me also of that interview where they where the cast of Glee was doing that concert tour and it's Amber Riley and Leah Michelle. And Leah Michelle hates Amber Riley, famously hates Amber Riley. Yeah, because she's black. Because she's black and she hates people of color. <laughs> she and hates people of color. She, she just does. And there was there's a time where the interviewer asked her a question and Leah Michelle goes, Well, I just think we've all really gotten kind of close over this tour. We've all just seemed to get along really well. And then she kind of looks at Amber, and Amber does like the one of those closed mouths, only in the mouth smile of just like, no, none of the, not in the she eyes. Said, That's a grog. Just a little <laughs> grin, and it's like, sure. She said you were lying to these people <laughs> and these very nice people, and that's fine. <laughs> okay, so now we're one day to the competition. Mm-hmm. Abby wants there to be a prop for Mackenzie to be in a box that's not there, so she's stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. And then Paige, or no, Brooke, asks to go get a drink of water. This is the night before the competition. Goes to get a drink of water. And then Abby sees Brooke in the observation room. And she's like, why is she up there? She said she wanted to get a drink of water. And Paige snitches on her sister to jail. And she says, well, she wants to go to a football game tonight. And Abby loses. Again, projecting this insecurity of people not wanting to spend time with her. She freaks out that there is someone who wants to be literally anywhere other than at the studio. Mm -hmm. So she gets really mad at Brooke. Brooke comes back in and she's like, why did you write on your hand? That's so trashy. Do you remember writing on hands being a thing? Yes. I still do it. I miss that time of like writing on your hand. Like, so like so-and-so was here or like, you know, I love having English class with you or like writing an inside joke on someone's hand. Like, right. oh, I miss that. Um, it was the uh, it was the never ending impact of Friends for Change to send it on. <laughs> or to write love on her arms, which was also something that was very similar. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, but it's never tried to conserve paper. <laughs> <laughs> just write just write things on people. Of course. Um, 
so she's so Abby's mad at her because she has writing on her hand. It looks tacky. She's not committed. She wants to go to a football game. Brooke is starts to cry. She's dancing and crying at the same time. And Kelly just goes, oh, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> about Abby, not about her child. But Work. she's she's like, she made her cry. And she loses her mind about that as well. And I think the the question is that this rehearsal. Mm-hmm was not supposed to be this long. Yes. I wish that we'd received the, more context. Yes. That is that is a problem. Yes. Because Abby loves to preach about contracts and commitment, things like that. If you told people that your rehearsal was ending at 4.30 and it's 6.30, mm-hmm. you are also in breach of contract. So you can't hold a double standard like that. Right. You know what I mean? If she had wanted to leave like early sure. that would be one thing because right. this is a group dance they need her mm-hmm. they need her to be in her spot but it yes it would be another thing if this was scheduled to end like i don't know two hours ago right because i think somebody said something about the football game being at 6 30 yes and i'm not exactly sure what timetables the abby lee dance <laughs> the abby lee school of dance the abby runs. lee miller school of the performing the abby arts university abby school. lee university school <laughs> Yes, the Tisch School of the Arts movie <laughs> is Abby Dance Company School of the Arts. Um, I'm not sure what their timetables look like because later, um, after the competition, when they after the group dance, she says, "Oh, it's Monday, Wednesday, Monday through Friday, four thirty to nine thirty. Yeah, so it's like I don't. I so just if need it's more in context. That context, then yeah, Brooke is tripping here. Yeah, but. Yeah, either regardless, either way, obviously, it shouldn't have to be said. You can't be addressing kids like that. Right, can't make a kid cry like that. That's a little too extreme. But, like, if she had, if Brooke was under the impression that the rehearsal was going to end at 4, and she told her friend she was going to go to the football game at 6.30, and it's 6.30, and the rehe- and she thought that was going to be free time, and it wasn't, like, that is a problem. That's hard for kids that age yeah. to conceptualize. And then Kelly's like, why am I here? What's the point of this? Which, like, we're going to get back to that thought pattern later on in the season but she just gets really upset and then abby and kelly are now yelling about a problem that abby literally made up this like not committed riding on the hand problem um she is committed she just wants to live it uh, the rest of her life the way she thought she was going to and she wrote on her hand because she's 13 you yeah. made that problem up girly stupid uh, i will say for kelly historically like from beginning sure. to um her very loud very um, over the top end with the Ivy League Dance Company. Mm-hmm. I felt that I gave her major props for the restraint that she showed. Oh, here. sure. Because, I mean, in the observation room, we saw she was very upset. She was right. pissed. Yeah. But then she comes down and she appears to at least attempt to have a civil conversation with Abby. And She's trying. Yeah. Yes. That's of course, the, yeah. Later, she would not be so successful, but that's for later. That's for later. But, like, <laughs> it's also hard. Like, I said this to somebody the other, a few weeks ago that it, you cannot have a rational conversation with an irrational person. Correct. So, Abby will always act a fool and will always look stupid because she cannot have a rational conversation with someone because she's an irrational person. Correct. So we get done with all that. Mm-hmm. Now today it's the day of the competition. We're leaving for the competition, getting on a Greyhound. It is snowing. Yeah. I know Snow wing. Um, and Holly goes inside the bus to tell Nia that she has other moms that love her so and that they are going to care for her this weekend because she cannot go. So sweet. Holly gives her a big old hug and she says, I'm trying not to cry in front of Nia because I don't want to make her feel more emotional. Yeah. But I am also having a hard time with this. I guess this is the first 
one that Holly hasn't been to in a while. Yes. She's missed a bunch of rehearsals, but I don't think she's ever missed a competition. No. So she's just feeling a little extra emotional about it. And then Holly goes up to Abby's car, which Abby's on the passenger side of her car. Yeah, she said, I will not be doing any of my own work today. was very weird. Yeah. But she like tap like on the window and she's like, I just wanted to tell you I'm not going this weekend. Abby slightly rolls down the window and says, yeah, okay. And then rolls the whole thing back up. <laughs> Whatever, Leaves, <queen. laughs> Holly is standing in the snow yelling at this woman through her car when this is insane yeah what are you doing just she doesn't care about whether or not you're going just leave she's just gonna be mad at you either way what's the point also she already done knew this girl just, yeah also she knew you weren't gonna be there why are we exacerbating the problem when it really doesn't need to be there true already was a problem she's already mad about it <laughs> why would you like be just as a reminder I, I know you're still mad about it but i just want to remind you you have a reason to be bad like, <laughs> okay we get it girl um and abby says in this confessional like her talking head she's like well, if she cared about Nia, she'd be here. Like, yes. it's, not, it's like it's not about Nia. Like, it is about Nia though, because she's still support. Holly is still supporting Nia, even if she cannot be there. Right. That is the point that yes. Abby is. She's to really ignore. hung up on that. Yes. It's like you cannot love your child unless you are physically with them, and love is not enough. Girl, go see a therapist. Oh my Please. god, it's crazy. So now we're on the bus on the way to North Carolina. And Jill bought <laughs> Abby a gift. The Chanel boots. <laughs> <laughs> the, what are they? The, um, the something Spinelli boots from Hey Arnold. Did you ever watch Hey Arnold? Yes, I watched Hey Arnold. Like Linda Spinelli. Yeah. Like the, the, the snow boots. Yeah. Yeah. No, she buys her perfume and Jill... <laughs> Jill gives her the gift and she says, I wanted to give it in front of the moms. I want them to know that I'm committed. Okay, girl. Girl, you're committed to making you look better than all the other moms. <laughs> committed, to committed to who? Yeah. Committed to what? And then... <laughs> I know you're about this, so I'm going to let you speak on it. Christy makes a comment about Abby's weight that is not fine. Mm-hmm. And I... I think the burn is so um a honest and b rude that the only thing you can do is laugh about how how ridiculous what she says is what she says is not okay we cannot talk about people like this anymore no but it's and it's not funny Mm -hmm. it's that the it's the um i don't want to say the audacity because that word is so overused but like the honesty with which she says this comment about Abby's wish. Yes. Like girl, it's absurd. That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. The absurdity of her saying, if I was going to get Abby a gift, it would be a three month free subscription to Weight Watchers. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh my God. (laughs) That is in, it's just insane. Like I don't, I don't have any word. I'm not laughing as someone making fun of somebody else's appearance, because that's not funny, especially no. weight, especially women hating women based on weight. That's not funny. Christy would never no. say that to her face. No, no, it's just funny because she says it with conviction and she <laughs> says it so confidently. It's just like the only, you can't help but laugh because it is so insane. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know how else to explain it. I'm not laughing because I don't think what she says is funny. No. I'm laughing because it's, ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, so that's the bus. 
Then, which I have a question for you. As a gay, I have a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> if <laughs> if these, Great, awesome, continue. <laughs> if these children uh-huh. are on a bus yes. going somewhere, uh-huh. are they busing? <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> no, sit back down, sit back down. <laughs> I just, you know, I have questions. <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah, I know. As a hip relatable youth, what does Buzzard mean? <laughs> you could have just said that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay. So now we're at the competition. We're done being bussing. Now we're at the competition. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting ready in like um, like a green room situation. Chloe says that she sometimes hears Abby in her head. <laughs> she says, sometimes I go to the mall and I think I hear Miss Abby when I'm outside. <laughs> Can we get Chloe a PTSD diagnosis? Jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kendall says, uh, I'm on probation, but I don't know what that means. I think it just means that Abby wants me to bring it and I'm prepared to bring it. Kendall was like, sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jan. She keeps saying these words to me and like, whatever, I'll just dance. <laughs> and she says, I'm prepared to bring it, which I think that it is will so have been, cute. When I bring it, it will have been brought. It will be brought. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, Maddie goes first with her solo. It's Maddie, Chloe, and Nia. They all do well. I think they're all fine. Um, I do, however, fail to see the resemblance in Nia's performance to Once on this Island. It no, is not connected. I think it's just the costume, which is annoying. Yeah, she wears something that could pass for a swimsuit. But also, uh, well, uh, you, want talk about swims- you want to talk about swimsuits, Miss Gormaston. Miss Gormaston. You want to talk about <laughs> Chloe's costume with the world's deepest V? That was such a weird costume. And like the, they're not, it's not a peplum fit, like the tuxedo tail fit of the front yeah that was like up to her belly button it was so weird it did it yeah. looked like she was wearing a shirt that was like five times too big like that's what like that's what girlfriend at the club like you can see her hoo-ha. Like, yeah it oh, was weird uncomfy. it was just, why do those judges are men competition it's true it was just very it was ugly too it also didn't have anything to do with her solo no. also on nia this dance from nia feels a little bit more acro than musical theater yeah. She's doing a lot of backbends, a lot of walkovers. Liza, aerials. do not jump up on this recording table. I swear to God. Look, she's thinking about it. Do not jump up on my stuff. No, she stared at me. And what about it? And what about it? <laughs> do not jump up here. Okay, maybe the thought has passed. If she jumps, I'm going to yell at her. Great. Good. She's thinking about it. Um... Yeah, I think the the point of saying that a dance is musical theater is that you can just do whatever you want. Fair. You know, because it's all theater. Well, musical theater, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. It's you all camp, so who cares? Want. Yeah. Um, Nia did really well without her mom. She's the best. I love her. Kelly being happy for, um, like, cutting to Kathy smiling. Uh, no, Kathy. Christy. No, Kelly. Kelly's what I meant. Like when Kelly's, uh, when is Kelly smiling? Oh no, sorry, I got ahead of myself. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Dia is great. We love her. Yay! Yay! Um, <laughs> oh, Abby, what? I remember what I was gonna say. Sorry, okay. no, it's okay. Abby, <laughs> like, is this the part where Abby like comes up and is like, "Well, your mom's not here, but you still get a good job." Yay! I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She. Girl, yeah. Why did it be shady? Exactly. Good job. Why did you just have to slam on the mom like She's that? Happy to be here. Let her be happy. Just say she did good. Yeah. Don't you don't have to have a qualifier about it. Um, Kendall does a mu- uh, number that's called Bring on the Boys, which no woman has ever had that thought ever Mama, to just not jazz. bring it on the boy. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, 
And it's also like creepy circus music. Did you hear that? It was weird. I did not. I didn't. It felt very creepy. I'd be fine with not hearing it ever again. Also, is in thinking about the don't say gay bills, um, you mean to tell me that straights are not the ones that are pushing sexuality onto children, that the gays are the problem? Um, I am a problem, I would say. Like, <laughs> bring on the boys, you know, ready to date, ready to kiss boys, whatever. She's eight. Eight. She's eight. That's ridiculous. And the gays are somehow the ones that are in. It's so, ah, it's so frustrating. Anyway, like that's what y'all are doing all the time, but no one cares. Right. Ugh, so right. I annoying. hate this costume as well. Oh, the costume is a hate crime. Oh, it's so bad. It's ugly. It is like one, like quarter yard of fabric away from being a g-string. Yeah, it's it's nasty. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Also, the colors are offensive. Somebody too. said it was cute. Who said it was cute? Oh, I think it was Kelly. Probably Kelly. Yeah, because. Kelly has I, I have no in taste. My notes with no context. Kelly, she's eight, bestie. Yeah. Also, Kelly doesn't have any taste. Uh, that's a fact. <laughs> We've seen your hair. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I lost my place in my notes. Sorry. One moment, please. No, it's okay. Um, Abby says that she was too nervous. She's like, I just felt like she did fine, but she was really nervous. Yeah. Jill says she was really nervous. Kendall <laughs> says she felt was you know was feeling kind of nervous. So yeah, that's what else. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Now we get to the awards. Yes. Nia wins fourth, and she says she's happy about okay, it. Okay, this is where I got confused. Ke- Kelly, it cuts to Kelly, and she's smiling for Nia. Oh, when she oh, when she wins. Yes. That makes sense. That, that made me smile. Yeah, really cute. Really? And she's like, I'm happy I got fourth. Because Nia's not a person who, like, places very often. So fourth for her is not as big of a deal as it would be for like Maddie or Chloe. No, you but know? you know, she's and it's just happy. Yeah, exactly. It's an accomplishment. Like that is good. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. What? No, get, get to the next point. And then after you talk about Chloe, I will talk about what I'll say what has to be said. Okay. Chloe says that she felt pressure to place because she doesn't want to let her fans down. And I said, same. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me after my evaluations. <laughs> I don't want to let my fans down. I don't want to let my fans down. <laughs> but my fans have been my students. <laughs> um, and then she gets first in her category. Yeah. And what were you going to say? I was going to say. <laughs> the girl standing between, there was a girl standing between Chloe and Mia who was like, yards taller oh, sure. than Chloe with like two like pigtails that were like curled yeah I was like this girl standing between them looks 14 <laughs> sure she's fully gone through puberty she yeah she's like applying for college she's applying she's for college she just so got her first job at Home Depot she's like <laughs> gargantuan compared to those like two tiny little petite girls tiny little babies um, and then Maddie also wins first in her category, which is great. Yes, so we got two firsts and a fourth. <laughs> At this point, we're like, whatever. Yeah. And I don't think Kendall placed. She did not. We don't hear anything about it, but she definitely she did it. She also didn't dance very well. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Now, after everything, the solos are over. We're back in the green room. And Jill wants to know Abby's thoughts about this probation thing. And I'm reminded, I don't know what episode it is, and I don't care to remember, but do you remember the episode where Jill is wearing a cowboy hat and is unhinged? Not off the top of my head. It it just gave me flashbacks because she's confronting Abby, Mm -hmm. and I thought, this girl's going to wear a cowboy hat and start screaming at one point Um, in the run of the show. But for Jill, I believe it's any given Monday. (laughs) That is the truth. Yeah. 
Um, so unhinged cowboy in a hat, or unhinged in a cowboy hat at one point, eventually. For sure. Kendall starts crying, yeah. and Abby yells at her for crying, and she says Kendall is still on probation. <laughs> um, okay, Abby's making some pretty good points here. Because I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't look at me like that. No, keep going. Abby is making good points here from like the perspective of like signing and making contracts. Because I had to do a lot of this for making music. Like, oh yeah, like mulling over like the buzzwords and like trying to figure out what works for every person in the party involved. At the very beginning, when Kendall first came on, she said to Kendall and Jill, mm-hmm. "This probation is going to be several weeks long." Mm-hmm. Because we need to see yeah. how you can fit with the girls and how you can pick right. up with this. Mm-hmm. Jill being like, you know, she only had three days to prepare is valid. And Abby should cut them some slack there. But also, girl, you dirty did this. Yeah. You signed up for this yep. because you knew that this elite dance crew does different dances every week and goes to competitions every week. Yeah. That's you why this. you signed her up in the first place. Yeah. So like Abby's saying like, hey, girl, read the terms and agreement here. Yeah, literally. Like, read the room. Yeah. Like, I literally told you what I'm expecting. And you're asking for essentially special treatment so that Kendall can get off of probation early. Right. That's what this feels like. And right. Like, Jill is – Jill's staying it for a child. Fine, I see it. Whatever. But I, she's at, she needs to know her place because she just got here. Yes, she's already picking fights. It's day one. Yes. Uh, also, uh, but she's like, "Are you crying?" Jill's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kendall, are you crying? <laughs> no. <laughs> she's fully. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Covering her face. Covering like, her face. I don't know. She's uh, not crying. I haven't seen Kendall in ages. Like, just kicks her out of the room. <laughs> Um, now it's time for the group number. The costumes are like like futuristic, almost latex looking skirt collar thingies. Very strange. Why are you giggling? What? Um, my uh, notes app was in my pocket. I just lost all of my notes. <gasps> Go to your recently deleted. I, oh, no, no, no. Like, it's just like, it was like backspace to my pocket. Does it work like that? Does recently deleted work like that? No, but can you? Is there not a way to put them back? I don't think there's an undo button. <laughs> well, pff, all right, we're going off the dome. I foiled again. <laughs> all right, <laughs> don't worry, I got you. Um, costumes for the group number: crazy and ugly. Okay, actually, I kind of love them. Of course, you did. All right, shut up. My notes <laughs> say, "Am I watching Xenon?" Because that's kind of what it felt like. Okay, or listen. Phil of the Future. Are they ridiculous in general? Yes, but the construction of these costumes okay. are great. Let me back up. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think the costumes match the dance. I agree. That's the problem. Okay, they yes. don't. It doesn't match up because they're doing doll boxes of dolls, but space dolls. It just is. They don't match Mackenzie up to me. Mackenzie is working that. Mackenzie's box. in a box, and she is. A box made out of saran wrap and like spray painted PVC pipe. Come on, Melissa. She is working She's that a- DIY queen box. She is all but voguing in that box <laughs> <laughs> behind yeah, everybody literally. else. Like lyrical dances. Um, but no, like I'm a I am a hoe for a <laughs> pink, like plastic PVC material, like on yes. your costume. Yeah. And that's what their shoulder pads are made out of. Yes. And it is. It's working for yeah. what they need to do. The skirt is nice because it's like a complete circle at the bottom. Yes. It's a triangular circle it's shape. It's very flat. A cone. Yeah. Which it's is like really their nice. children, but like whatever. Well, yeah. The silhouette is great. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, Brooks is that there's pressure because of the title that they just won. So she's like, there's extra pressure. Mm. Um, now I have that it's sassy, not sexy, but maybe I'm just hearing 
Maybe I'm just mishearing them. In my notes, I recall that. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for the notes. Pour one out for my took. notes that I have put in my pocket. And this is where we left. find out that you've never been taking notes and you're just going off the dumb the whole time. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> and no, if that were true, then this episode would be five hours long. It's true. <laughs> that is really true. Yeah. Um, it, no, in my notes, I had. Um, oh, so there are more words than I'm a sassy girl. <laughs> yeah. I, we're finding that out now. Yeah. Um, then the girls rip Mackenzie from the cellophane wrapped around the box. Um, the lighting on the stage questionable is poor. Yeah. The upstage side, like the, which is the furthest away from the audience. Yeah. Excuse me. It's not well lit at all. Mackenzie's it's like, in the dark. Yeah. It's like <laughs> only the front yes. part of the stage. Mackenzie it's- is in a theater in the round production of Beauty and the Beast, in which <laughs> she is the uh, she is Maurice in the the cage, like in yeah. the dark, in She's the dungeon, being taken to l- the the Maison de Lune or whatever it's called. It's like the Maison the, de Lune. You know, talking about the house of the crazies. Uh, yes, well, going to the wagon, being taken know. away. That's her. Yep, that's the one. Um, and then, but then she busts out of that box and she like struts across the stage not even dancing she is doing the thing where she takes her hand and kind of like frames her face and like brings her hand under her chin and then flicks the wrist out and she she puckers her mouth and like shakes her shoulders and and i said mckenzie is a material girl material girl (laughs) she's killing it dude that stage everything that she's got yes it's and that's what won them first place it is the best (laughs) it's the best um, the group does win first. <laughs> I, I want to go back to address the second place winner because <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna pee my pants because the second place winner wins with the dance titled "How Great Thou Art." Yeah, which is a hymn. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really, really wanted to see what a competitive dance to the song "How Great Thou Art" sounds or it's looks just, like. It's just six girls in habits. <laughs> <laughs> when through it's the woods song. and forest glades, I wander. Like I, I have questions <laughs> about what that dance looks like. Um, one hundred percent. I also, in my notes, I rem- I also recall saying <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, I also recall putting on is Freed Hardeman at this production? <laughs> <laughs> is it sponsored? Did we send somebody to this competition? Yeah, it's uh it's uh Judge of, uh, Judge of giving it everything he's got. <laughs> yeah. Um and then Abby is somehow upset that they won first place. She's yeah. mad. Because she's, she's like, always mad about something. Like, well, I guess QEQ works in South Carolina. Yeah, I'm like, no way works it in does. South Carolina. It's like you choreographed the dance. If you don't think it's good, you're slam dunking on yourself. Sure. So it's the self-own. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? Well, first I should note that she says uh, no more. Wait. Okay. Yeah, she said no more sloppy groups. And in my notes, I said uh, me to my small groups at school. <laughs> <laughs> me to my ELA reading groups. No more sloppy groups. No more sloppy groups. Can you close the blinds? I I'm suppose. being, I am being the blinded at the moment. The sun is coming for my retinas. That would mean that you and Jill have something in common. Me and who? Jill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot. Woo! Thank you. I... Now I can see. Oh, boy. Oh, another him. Another what? Another him. I was blind, but now I see. Now I see. Okay. 
we're back in the green room. Yes. And Abby is just roasting the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> even She's though, not giving them a minute to breathe. <laughs> even though they won first place. And I thought Abby was all about awards. I guess she's not because she's pissed that they won first place now. Me too. <laughs> Work, I guess. Okay. So I, I'm going to break down the exchange that happens between Kelly and Abby. I'm okay. so excited. <laughs> I tried to take as many notes as I can. Okay. Kelly starts first. Yes. She says... The dance was sloppy because we didn't have enough time. Fair. And Abby says, I don't understand why I'm the only one who's irritated. Which in my notes, I said, uh, that's not true. Everybody is always irritated. True. All the time. True. <laughs> Kelly says, well, you're irritated because you've never had a child. And then Abby says, I've never had a child, but my parents only you they only had to look at me and i knew what they wanted and i never you know disobeyed them i always fell in line i was triggered by that <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i a lot of us were and then abby claims that kelly doesn't pay on time <laughs> <laughs> i'm kelly highland i don't have to pay on time <laughs> yeah, that's what she says she says yeah and then kelly's like I have the receipts. You can check my statements. I do pay on time. My discovered card my statements. My discovered card statements. And Abby says, Hey, you're the reason I don't take Discover anymore. <laughs> 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 Kelly Highland, I, y'all, if you're watching along, <laughs> look at her face. It is the face crack of the century. <laughs> She cannot yes. believe what just came out of Abby's You're mouth. You're the reason I don't saying, take Discover anymore. It's <laughs> amazing. I have listen here. Oh, I've seen amazing. seasons upon seasons upon seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm friends with many gay people. I have never heard <laughs> such an eloquent read <laughs> yeah. in my entire life. Yeah, she ate her up and left <laughs> no grubs. <Left> no grubs. <laughs> And then during this, during the Discover line, you it cuts to Christy and Melissa shuffling the kids Which out of the like, room. Go, go, like, go, go, get go, away go. from this. This is not good. Um, and then Melissa, when she's out in the hallway, or no, sorry. Jill. Jill asks Melissa in the hallway, like, is it always like this? Like, that's crazy for the two of them to be angry. And Melissa was like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much always like that. But then she says, don't trust Kelly and Christy. They'll stab you behind the back. They do it to me all the time. Whatever. Girl. Enough. I think I can trust Melissa. Yeah, I think I can trust Melissa. We can stick together. We seem really similar and blah, blah, blah. And hey, Amanda, the... do you know what I love? What? Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. And then that's weirdly how it ends. Yeah, that was a little strange. Yeah, it just Am like, I mad? stops. No. No. <laughs> no. You're the reason I don't take Discover anymore. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it is iconic oh my god that's why i requested this episode yes you're the reason i don't take discover reason i don't take discover anymore (laughs) (laughs) and then kelly calls her the w word a couple times but like that's oh yeah that is that is also stupid yeah that doesn't count like logically does not make any sense but like whatever come up with something else yeah um do you have any more thoughts about this episode that we didn't get to talk about um how could i not also i deleted all my notes so i don't have anything (laughs) else so who knows <laughs> that is so funny next time i'll do it on pen and paper <laughs> <laughs> there we go type it out on a key on a typewriter <laughs> yeah yeah honestly i will get my quill and my ink <laughs> and i'll have a messenger vision bring it to the nearest printing press yeah oh boy wow what a riot of an episode absolutely and this is <sighs> just the beginning that yep literally, literally yeah um okay 
Do you have a song that you think would make a good dance mom song? I do have a song. What you got, girl? Um, Run my track. Let okay, me hear it. So you know how, um, speaking of icon, legend, superstar, lesbian icon, Jojo Siwa. Yes. Um, you know how she was on Dancing with the Stars. She was the yes. first female pairing. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, woman and woman pairing. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. and uh, whoever her partner was did a, uh, a routine to Janet Jackson's Feedback. Ooh. Um, and Janet Jackson is a serve in general. But it's just like very like bah, 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 like uh-huh. very poppy, dancing, moving, go. And I feel like that'd be a really good group routine, a very yeah. high energy, very fast paced. Which at this point, uh, Abby Lee's dancing community does not have <laughs> a lot of that kind of dancing, dancing. commune. It's all lyrical. Yeah. Um, so I need to play some for the children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, girl. Let's get to the chorus. Yeah, I don't know how that's not already on. The like, I don't know how they haven't already done that. That sounds exactly like the stuff oh, they do. No, yeah. It's I have great. a song for Abby Lee Miller. <laughs> Are you ready? I prepared. <laughs> This is what she wishes everyone would sing to her. Yeah, exactly. She said, I'm going to get these lyrics tattooed on No tears rest. left to cry. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Also, Stan Ariana Grande. Stan Ariana Grande. <laughs> She's been my most listened to artist two years in a row. I love that for you. Which is really exciting. You know, my, my most dream artist was for the past three years. Kim Petras. Kim Petras. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Not because I'm a Dr. Luke Stan, but no. because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, okay, so yes. some things to wrap up the episode. So this is going to go out tomorrow, <laughs> which is the 4th. Great. Um, April 4th. This episode's coming out. The week of April 4th, at some point, there will be a mini episode Ooh. of me and Jake casually, most likely drunkenly, talking about Drag Race. <laughs> the current season, the current state of Drag Race. I the episode at when the time this comes out, it has been recorded, it has been edited, it has been ready to put out into the universe. But I'm not telling you what day. So that you can go follow all of my social media and you can find out there. And I will post on my Instagram and on my Twitter when it has dropped, when you can go uh, listen to it. It will not be on Monday, spoiler alert. Uh, because this is coming out on Monday. But go follow my social media and you can find there when it has dropped and a it'll be it'll, I'm a woman of mystery it'll be short um it you know it's not going to be a huge long thing it'll be very casual mm-hmm. there will be almost zero editing unless one of us says something you know really incendiary humane <laughs> <laughs> which is liable to happen yes. um but yeah so and then the, jake and i will have um season two episode two next monday also yeah um and there was something else i was going to say about that one. Oh, we are going to cut out the What's your uh, pyramid of the week? Because we're recording today and next week in the same day. So we're just going to cut that out. And then we're going to get together. Like we'll we'll begin that episode by just talking about the episode. There's not going to be a ton of intro stuff. Because you will have just heard about all that kind of stuff today. Or whenever you're listening to this. You'll have just heard about it. So there's no point in doing that kind of stuff again. Got to give the people what they want. Amen. Content. Yes. So. 
Um, if you would like to please leave me more reviews, I would really, if there are a lot of them, I would really like to read out the really funny ones, even if they're like one star, but they're funny. I'll read them out anyway. I don't care. (laughs) You can roast me if you want to. Um, if you like this podcast, share it with a buddy, um, share it with someone in your hometown and you really want to know the tea about the woman that you went to church with and you were a child, mm-hmm. but you don't know how to reopen that kind of conversation because you haven't spoken to that person since they told you that the wallpaper in your downstairs bathroom was not what they would have chosen for their wa- downstairs wa- uh, bathroom. Um, but you don't know how to talk to them again after that conversation, but you want to know the tea send them this and be like omg this is so funny these people sound so cute and i would never i would always want to listen to them all the time every time they spoke um send this to them and then be like also what's the tea on linda also consequently i have some words for you (laughs) (laughs) also come see about me (laughs) and my downstairs bathroom wallpaper exactly you can hashtag meet me in the parking lot (laughs) (laughs) i didn't write that hashtag down (laughs) yes (laughs) put on paper (laughs) um okay we will see you sometime this coming week follow my socials to find out when and we will see you next week with episode two of season two Woo! Woo! thank you for listening to another episode of the pyramid you can find us on instagram at the pyramid pod and on twitter at the pyramid pod underscore Send your thoughts and opinions about Dance Moms as a voicemail to anchor.fm slash pyramidpod or in an email to thepyramidpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us wherever you get your podcasts.